would you believe me if I told you it was past 2.30 in the morning right now, Key? I would, because I just happened to recently <laughs> glance at my phone, and it was 2.36. <laughs> Can you guys believe we really thought that we could do? <laughs> I mean, I think we could do it. But you... I don't think I can do it. Cannot. <laughs> no, Amber can do it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not going to hate on the Star Wars franchise. They're just intense sometimes. They are. You know, I love Marvel. That's more my vibe. <laughs> not Star Wars. <laughs> oh, we forgot to introduce. Hello, welcome to Cheers <laughs> to the Mouse. <laughs> I'm Kiki. I'm Amber. And if you've been with us for a little bit, you know that's pretty on par. <laughs> Please email us at cheers to Mickey at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at cheers to the mouse. That sounds about right. Good luck. <laughs> we are in the middle of our Star Wars Palooza. Yes, yes, yes. And for our time frame, we did this right around Hamilton, which is episode 13. Yeah. So either it's been a while, hasn't been that long. We're not sure when they come out, but they're yeah. going to come out eventually. So we just finished Solo, a Star Wars story. Amber wanted to give me a little clue in on some things, and she went sticky to the timeline. Well, so, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good movie. So, so I have Although new... a lot of people don't like it. What? This is the best Star Wars movie ever. Well, see, you like it for every reason because people <laughs> don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm weird. Can I just say I have a new favorite character and her name is L3. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought I was going to like Kira for a second, but then. Yeah. Um, I was like, we'll get to that. Yes, we will. But a lot of people weren't very fond of Solo. Like, I'll look up its Rotten Tomatoes I feel like profile. Solo, though, is just, like, all the... I guess that's it. Solo, to me, feels like a normal movie, while the Star Wars franchise is... Oh, it has a 70% Rotten Tomatoes score, so that's not, not too bad. bad. It seems to be Solo is like a normal movie. Like, I would go to the movie theaters to go see Solo. Yeah. Uh, the other Star Wars, I don't know why, but to me, it just feels very like an episode. Maybe because I've seen a couple of episodes on Cartoon Network or wherever it is, like of the Lego series. I don't know. I think I've seen a couple of the animated ones, but not really enough to pay attention. Yeah. Just because it was like on and I was scrolling through TV. Maybe that's it. I don't know what it is. Well, also I think that they are just more of an episodic feel to them. Yes, maybe because how much action is in it. And so if you take away the action, what do you have? You have a quick plot that goes into like an episode plot. Like, you know, if you look back at TV episodes, like Wizards of Wooden Place, we had something to deal with, we deal with it. Yeah. Now, that's exactly what's happening here. I guess because we're only, in movies, you usually have more than one problem. You'll have problem after problem after problem, and then ultimately it all gets resolved. Mm -hmm. And Star Wars, it seems like there's only one problem. That you're trying, like, one big issue, like... <laughs> War. I guess so. Or Anakin's or, turning Yes. Evil. Yes. And there's just so much action packed in between that. But when you take away the action, you just have this simple, what there's, you only get a couple of scenes of the plot line. 
I'm yes, making hand gestures. But I mean, we talk very much about the plot, so there has to be some plot involved. Yeah, there in is. It's just, it's just like, I feel like if they cut down the action, the movie would be maybe an hour and a half, an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. Maybe an hour 15, you know, if they cut so, down. I mean, that's a fourth oh. of the movie. That's not bad. No, it's not. It's just to me, it just feels like the movies, I've only seen the prequels so far, so I don't know how the originals are going to be. But they just seem very episode-like. But anyway, let's get to Solo. So we open up to a young Solo. <laughs> a young Hans. Not Solo. We yeah. open up to a young Hans. Han. Han. I don't know where I'm trying to put the S or Han. Yeah, Han. <laughs> <laughs> we open it up to basically his lifestyle. And they're kind of like children's lives. Yeah, I guess they're children who were raised up on the streets who, in order to survive, I didn't even realize that was her. In order to survive, they're trying, they're a please, they're appeasing, a pleasing? A crime sentencing. Yeah. So. Um, but Han and this girl named Cora are doing their best. Kira? Kira. Kira. That's. I like the name. I like the way they spell Kira. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. It's very new age. <laughs> Han gets in trouble and brings Kira along. They're escaping. You're, yep, escaping. They're the trying to get to a spaceport and bribing their way onto a ship. They almost didn't make it, but they made it. And it looks like it's, everything's going to go well. They have a bargaining chip. They get up to the point where they need to cross over and escape. But things don't work out. Kira gets caught. Hans is on the other side and luckily escapes. And so Han watches Kira get dragged back. Yes. Leaving her with a token of him. Yeah. Like <laughs> a little set of dice. Like they're like gold dice. They're like, they're, it's cute. It's like the fuzzy dice from the car, but instead of fuzzy dice, they're miniature, miniature little gold dice. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's basically a car de- decorative, you know? Yeah. But well, anyway. a spaceship. Yeah. But anyway, so Hans has, you know, after looking around where he was, he's decided that he's going to become a pilot for and the, in, the... And the best way to do that is to get trained by the Empire. Yes. So he goes and signs up. Okay. Then we flash forward three years. Three years. <laughs> and we're in the middle of a battlefield. <laughs> yeah. Hans's uh, captain just got blown up in front yeah. of him. And he happens upon these other people who appear to be a captain. And kind of know what they're doing? Yeah. But they're heading in the opposite direction. But his major did get blown up, so that seems like a good direction to go. Yep, so Hans follows. Um, luckily, they make it out of there alive. <laughs> and Hans once again runs into a little trouble. And Hans trying to team up with them, and he's like, y'all seem cool. And they're like, beat it, kid. <laughs> he's like, but you know. And they're like, scram, kid. And, and then like, he's like, you have to listen or I'll tell the lieutenant you're not who you say you are. Because, you know, you're sketchy. And they're like... Hey, Lieutenant, he's a deserter. And the Lieutenant's like, you're a troublemaker. Feed him to the beast. Did I say the beast was a monster? They probably said the beast. Um, And apparently this beast hasn't been fed in like three days. So, you know, 
Apparently for some guards, this is looking good. The beast or a monster? I think he says beast. I think his beast is much more. Ah! Then feed him to the monster. Feed him to the beast! You know what I mean? Maybe. So anyway, he gets fed to the beast. He gets dropped down in this hole where there's a lot of mud and he's shackled, it seems. Yes. And what beast comes out? An Wookiee. And which Wookiee? Oh, we don't know that part yet. Okay, that's fair. He's like covered and drenched in mud. mud. And so the two of them start just going back and forth and going at it. And finally, Hans can speak Wookiee. A little bit. Enough to tell him, hey, let's fake this. Here's, I have a plan. Follow the plan. Thankfully, the plan works. And they escape. Um, <laughs> it sounds so excited. Yes, because you guys... I, like, seriously do like this movie. This is a really good movie. <laughs> I, I like this more than... I like this almost as much as I like Padme. And I love Padme. Because she is badass. <laughs> like, fuck Anakin and Luke. Padme's where it's at. Duck Anakin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't make me have the sick and clacks. Oh, my God. Duck Anakin and Luke. <laughs> Padme's where it's at. It's 2 a.m. Do ducks or quacks? I can't go back. Should I just quack? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is appropriate. Quack and again. Luke. Padme's where it's at. I know I've said that like three times. Deal with it. We're delirious. When are we? Anyway, so yes, this Wookiee and Han escape. They make it to the airfield. Then Han's like, Han is like, hey. The people I ran to earlier, come pick me up. Come save me. And what do you know? They do. Well, they first are like, yeah. nah. But then Messi has a Wookiee. And they're like, yeah. maybe we could use some muscle. In the and I think thing. the fact that Han came back, he, he 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 told them to wait for him. No, I think it's the Wookiee. <laughs> you think it's just completely the Wookiee? I'm pretty sure it's the Wookiee. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, so they get picked up. And they... Han learns that there's a job. They complete the job. He and the Wookiee can go free. Yeah, because they'll have money. And Han to go buy a ship to go back and save the girl. And this is where, while they're on the ship talking about being free, once again, we find out the Wookiee's name. And his name is Chewbacca. Oh. <laughs> Wait, 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 I think a real yawn's coming over there for a second. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Wonderful looking sound. <laughs> but we made that like sound <laughs> for the for the intro and outro. <laughs> Because only the army had some. Yes. And they use some to fuel spaceships yes. and such. But it's also extremely unstable 
And it has to be kept at a 35. Well, unstable. Below. Unprocessed. Oh. Has to be kept at a certain temperature, but we find out about that later. If it's processed, then it's it's not as finicky, but it still can go kaboomy. Anyway, they have a plan, you know? And the night before the plan, we get to know a little bit about our crew. We have Tobias Beckett, who seems to be in charge. Charge. We have Val, who seems to be his right-hand woman. Yeah, although she's not very (laughs) fond of Han and Chewbacca joining the crew. No, but what can you do? They need it. They're a little short-handed. Yeah, but can we not invite morons along with the crew? Hey, they said they weren't a moron. Have you seen the two? <laughs> hey, they said they weren't a moron. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also see there's Rio. Rio. Who's a Who's pilot. An alien. It's pretty cool. Well, it is Star Wars. It is Star Wars. You gotta throw a couple There's aliens. a Wookiee! <laughs> you gotta throw a couple aliens in the group. There's a Wookiee! <laughs> You're talking about there being an alien. I'm just saying. I don't know. He's more alien than Chewbacca. Than the like eight foot tall furry walking because carpet? Chewbacca could he just be. speak English. Look, Chewbacca could just be the um the Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I don't know why I said the Bigfoot. Chewbacca could just be Bigfoot. He's an alien. Now I'm getting a stare. Or a radioactive bug. No. He could be. No. He speaks English. No. Chewbacca doesn't speak English. Chewbacca speaks. He understands English. But he doesn't speak it. Okay, fair. Still, <laughs> I like Chewbacca more than the strange alien. I'm just saying, I don't know. Strange alien gave his life up. Spoiler. Huh? Okay, so after the little bonding moment, we get ready to start the mission. Yes! Everything seems to kind of be going to plan. We board the train. We cut it off from the back half. Well, we're starting to, like, attach the cables. Yeah. Then the stormtroopers, we're officially stormtroopers now. So we're clone troopers when we're under the Republic. We're stormtroopers when we become Empire-based. Okay. Okay. Stormtroopers start attacking. We... And then this other group, pirates show up. Moderators. Moderators? Moderators, pirates... Potatoes, potatoes mm-hmm. show up uh-huh. and they start attacking also. And so they just have a lot to deal with right now, you know? Yeah. Han gets to prove himself as a pilot because Rio gets injured and dies. Yes. Val is taking out a bunch of droids. And unfortunately, also dies. Yes. Because she blows herself up. Because she has to. We see the battle between Envy's Envy's Ness and Beckett and Hong and Chewbacca go on and on until finally the train breaks free, but Envy's Ness and Han's crew all are attached to the same car and and they're flying towards the mountain. And they have to, Han has to make a tough decision. Do you continue flying and hold on to the cargo ship, or you let go and save everyone? And he decides to save Beckett and Chewbacca yep. and lose the cargo. And although Beckett was upset, Envy's Nest also decides to let go. Because the cargo. Yes, because he, they're going to run trade to a mountain, so no, at least no one has it, you know? But then we find out a little later, this wasn't a normal job. Yeah. 
this was a job to pay off the debt Beckett had. Afterwards, Beckett explains to Han that they were hired to do this job by the Crimson Dawn. It was a big crime syndicate of the area. And so now they're in, you you know. Nothing. Beckett. A little bit of trouble. Just Just a little bit. I think I think life or death. You know, life or death trouble. Uh, you know, what's the difference? Han's already a deserter. True. Although, I don't think the Empire was sending off bloodthirsty like hunts, bounty hunters. Bounty hunters. Thank you. To come get your name. To come bring your head back. Yeah, I don't think the Empire would do that. I don't care how vindictive and petty Lord Vader is. Yeah. I don't think they're like that. (laughs) But anyway, you know, Beckett kind of gives Han an out. He's like, hey, you don't have to do this. Like, no one needs to have to know you're here. But Han, of course. He doesn't know you, but Han is headstrong. He's got that Anakin in him. He's noble. He's got that Anakin in him. He doesn't have Anakin in him. He's not related to Anakin at all. I'm not even talking about relation. I just mean he's got that. No. He is headstrong, okay? Okay, but okay. he does not have that Anakin in him. Okay. He has no relations okay. to him at all. I'm not all. talking about relations. I'm just saying. But you can't say that. Okay. Okay. I'll take it back. Their timelines haven't even crossed yet. I mean, technically. No, they haven't. Technically, they're in the same timeline. But they haven't Basically, met. No, they haven't, but they're still in the same timeline. So it's not like neither of one existed. Anyway. Mm. In a galaxy this large, it doesn't count until you actually it's interact. Fair. That's fair. Anyway, we see them journey back to uh, the Crimson Dawn, and they meet the leader. Yes. Uh, what's his name? Decker? Yeah, Decker? they all have, like, weird names. Decker? I think so. It's like Decker, but with, like, oh, a Y. They're about to tell me. Drayden. Drayden. There we go. Drayden. Oh, yeah. Drayden. There we go. Drayden. Do you hear the delirium? (laughs) Which we get a wonderful introduction. Apparently he's meeting with representative or someone. The regional governor. Yes. And we see. He's just finished up with him. And by finish up, we mean stab the regional governor and kill him. So anyway. Which he also has a servant who's missing like half their head. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Kind of weird. Um, but we see Beckett and Tobias, you know, they're going Tobias, out Tobias Beckett? Yes, thank you. We see, <laughs> we see Beckett. Han. Han's. Well, I was going to say, he, Beckett goes to Drayden and goes, talks and negotiates. Mm-hmm. While Han kind of runs into somebody he knows. I wonder who that would be. I don't know. I think it's a girl by the name of... Kira? Kira? Kira. Like, from the... When they were kids? Kira? That Kira. Hey, can you really say from when they were kids, considering it was just three years ago? Well, I feel like they've both been through a lot, but still. like <laughs> They're acting like it was, like, ten years ago. <laughs> a lot could happen in three years, okay? She's become... A woman. A woman. You know, look at her wonderful dress. She does look lovely. Although, she's kind of wearing the same type of Like, her, her outfit before kind of had that triangle. Yeah. So, it's exactly like he left her. Except, something seems to be a little different. Yeah. 
She's at first really excited to see him, but then not so much. No. And so she kind of lightly talks to him until Beckett shows up. Mm -hmm. And then Drayden shows up and they all go to discuss. Yes, they find out. This little situation that they have going on. They figure out, they find out that the world is a small place. Yeah. And so Kira is the right hand lady, first first lieutenant of Drayden. Yep. And so now Han and Beckett have to convince Drayden that they shouldn't die. Which is funny because Han didn't even do anything. Well, you know, he came. Yeah. Was dumb enough to come along. Yeah. I just feel like, though. Drayden should be all like, Beckett, this is all in your head. You're the one I'm going to kill. And not like, oh, I'm going to kill all three of you. You know? But I don't think Drayden minds killing people. Fair. (laughs) Fair. So anyway, they come up with a plan to go get unrefined fuel and then take it to a processing area to get it refined. But it's a really, really risky plan. But they're going to do it, because if they don't, they'll die. Yes. And not only does Han, Beckett, and Chewbacca go, but Drayden throws in a little extra surprise. Kira is going to be sitting along yep. to make sure things go along smoothly. Yes. I wonder if he did it like a test to see how she would do with Han. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. He is one ugly dude. He is. He has these weird, veiny things on his face. Yeah, but his forehead is too big, and like his like hairline's pushed back so much. Yeah, Hans is okay. Hans is okay. He's an okay looking dude. Yeah, cuter than Obi Wan, Kenobi. Yeah, so higher than a six. <laughs> He's like an eight. Okay, I'll give him an eight. Ken without the personality and the long hair, total nine. <laughs> 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 I had to cut with the personality. Total five. <laughs> with the short hair, total three. <laughs> She's so. better and better. So they need a good pilot and a fast ship. And who do they go to but this infamous smuggler, Lando? Yep. You know, Han thought he could he could do a little thing, work some magic, and trick Lando into giving him his ship. But it doesn't work. Instead, it seems somehow Lando won. Yeah, he was going to have this card game where he was going to gamble and just make him lose his ship. But apparently Lando had this really good hand that he wasn't supposed to have. Yeah, it's kind of suspicious. But you know what? And then Who's going who's gonna to go against that? Yeah, and then at the end of it, they do show that Lando cheated. Which I'm, I have mixed feelings about them showing Lando cheating. Because of what they do later on. Well, that's why I'm kind of mixed about it. Mm. Well, because I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they make it too easy to point out the fact that Lando cheated. Well, I think because how else, because they would talk about it later, like, oh, how else, how he shouldn't have did that. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Like they shouldn't have. So the I mean, you would have had it alluded to. Yeah, and then later on it would have confirmed. Yeah, I got you. 
Instead of just blatantly having it shown. Although maybe they just wanted to show how good Han was. Yeah. That the fact that Han was. He's he's definitely our good guy. If that makes sense. Because. He's a good guy. He seems alright. He's definitely the good protagonist of the story. The better guy. Because things seem to be going right for him. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know. He happens on his childhood best friend. He happens, he almost won the ship, and so... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel, I have mixed feelings about that. I wish, I almost wish they had just left it up to Han, talking to her about how it had been impossible for him to have had the cards, just, yeah, and alluded to it, and then Or maybe had, he was just trying to show what type of guy Lando was. Yeah. So. But I feel like, yeah, and that's why I'm mixed about it, because you have... Well, if they hadn't have shown it, would you just think Han was making a big deal out of nothing? Yeah. Like I said, he is a protagonist. Maybe that's what they were trying to push. Yeah. Hey, he really is. He's not just making accusations. He was legitimately cheating. Yeah. And Lando's not so good as you think. Yeah. So that could be it. It's also, though, very suspicious that all the people around them (laughs) see Yeah. I like how Han's Han made a point um, next time I was working on a play here. I didn't realize he didn't do it here. Um, but anyway, so basically Han loses, but luckily Kira steps in and you know, he's like, she does a little magic and they'll give they'll allow, Lando's gonna allow them on his ship for 50% uptake. Baggett steps in. And Lando negotiates. Yep. 25%. Down, all the way down to 25%. Yeah, he's very hard about negotiation. Yes, he does not buckle or bend at all. Got hurt, but hey, Han is flying now. Yep, he's proving himself. But before that, we meet a very interesting character. One of my favorites. She's been added to the collection. We meet. Um, Lando second in command, a droid by the name of L3. <laughs> we see her as she's like trying to like are you with these battle bots? Yes, yeah, saying how you're sentient and you and you don't need to be like that. And you know, they're just you've been neural pro- what washed? programmed. Neural programmed? I thought she said neural washed. Might be. Yes. But she's a very loud and fun character, and I absolutely love her. You know, it's pretty interesting, though, that she's sentient enough to be like that. Yes. You know, considering I would, like, why would she be like? She says Nerowash. I just don't, like, how did her character come about this one, Marjorie? How did she become like this? Is it something in her circuit? What is it? A malfunctioning in the programming? Yes, 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 yes. Droid rights, because we are sentient. I'm just wondering, though, like, what would most of the droids do? You know? Yeah. So a lot of them were programmed to fight and stuff like that. So you're, like, an exception to the rule. The only problem that I would have with that is do they want to be free? Yeah. So and what would they do once they're free? Anyway, we take out three, and everyone's walking towards Lando's ship. Well, and- the junk field. Yes. Because um, Lena likes to keep it locked up for safekeeping, you know? 
that he does. And we see more of L3 characters, and she's very sassy. <laughs> she's very, very sassy. <laughs> I love her. Gets the ship, and there's to be a slight problem. Hmm, it's like it's got a boot on it. <laughs> but no problem. Becca could get that off for a simple price of 5% of your take. <laughs> so they free the Millennium Falcon. Yes, which is, which apparently Han has a slight connection to. His dad worked on these ships. Yep. And he's always wanted to be a pilot. And guess what Hans wants to be? A pilot. What a coinky dink. Yeah. Anyway, you know. He and Leia have kind of a bro moment. It's a little awkward, but. <laughs> but of course, Han is not going to co-pilot. L3 is. Yes. So, they're flying off into space. We see Han looking for Kira. And once he finds her, they have a little moment that turns into something more. If by something more, you mean to make out. They're making out on Lando's capes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But they're interrupted by Beckett. Yeah. And Beckett kind of gives a little warning to Han. She's not exactly who you think she is. I would be careful. I, I like you, kid. I would be very careful. And he lets Han in a little secret. I've survived this long because I trust no one. Soon. Everyone will betray you, and you will never be disappointed. Which is not true. You still experience disappointment, just maybe not as great as you would have if you blindly trusted them, but you would still feel disappointed. Well, I think what he's saying is if you assume that everyone's going to betray you, and especially in... They can't hurt you that bad. That line, like, everyone is going to. And so he's saying... No one's going to disappoint you in the fact that everyone is going to betray you. I got you. So he's saying that by trusting no one, you're not setting yourself up to being disappointed by having someone being trustworthy. Like you're not going to incorrectly not trust someone. Okay, I got you. I got you. Still, it's still a pretty bad way to live. Yeah, but I don't blame him. No. It's a very dangerous um, line he works in. And I mean, I'm a very cynical person, so I kind of take his point of view. You don't say. You. (laughs) You guys. You guys. Amber just said she's cynical. Like, who would have thought? It happens. Who would have thought? I mean, certainly not me, who's... Or you guys who have been listening to her for at least 13 episodes. (laughs) It's a Disney podcast. I don't think I've been too cynical on it. Anyway, going back to the movie. (laughs) But I think that's an interesting point how he says, like, to trust no one. And Han's like, but she's cute. (laughs) Doesn't it always go like that, though? Isn't that always the story? Hey, don't trust him. But he's attractive hey you can't trust her but look at her i mean usually that's how my story goes (laughs) and usually it ends really badly (laughs) so you know okay but anyway we're moving on in the movie yeah not focusing on my tragic love life 
least See, you have one. That's another. I don't know. <laughs> See, everyone says it's better to have loved than not to have loved, and to like have your heart broken than not to love at all. Yeah. But, but I you're don't. Still put yourself out there. I don't. I, I'm not right now. Well, no, but you have. You put yourself out. There. Yes, and I've been and that's crushed to do than just and broken into a million pieces. Which you've already experienced. That you know what it's like now. You can grow and learn from that. But I just learned that it sucks a lot, and I yeah, don't want to go through it again. But it's nothing you'll never be afraid of, if that makes sense. But I am afraid of it. You what? You already experienced. You know what it's like. Yes, it's awful. It is, but you're not. You're never like we're not allowing having, it. We're to not stop having a therapy you. session on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, take it up with your therapist. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, what were we saying? Uh, we're going back to the movie. Oh yeah. So Han pinch- mentions how it sounds like a lonely way to live, and he's like, "It's like it's like it's the only way to live." Especially. But they fly, yada yada yada. They go through the storm. They Space. land where they need. They go through a storm and they land where they need to land. Yeah, they land in the slave mining place. Yep. And they have this wonderful plan that works out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it does work out pretty well, except for a couple of deviations. You know, like um, L three fleeing. fleeing. All of the robots. Well, first we gotta tell them what the actual plan is. Oh, yes. It seems like the plan is Chewbacca and Han will be taken captive. And they will go and try to find the fuel. So, Han and Chewbacca are slaves being traded all for a sample of spice. Yep. While Kira, Beckett, and L3 are gonna do what they can in the cockpit and the to load up room? the spice yeah the control room the cockpit whatever one you call it anyway but then as kiki started mentioning l3 kind of freed all the robots, robots who then in turn freed all these slaves who in turn began to riot and break out as you do well, of course um, but we see, though, the plan is a success, although there are slight delays. Yes. And we tragically lose L3. Yes, we do. Um, and Landon seems Lando. to... Lando. Lando. I don't know how to say Lando. Lando was shot. So, who steps in? Han, the oh. pilot. Yep. And you know what? Seems like they have to be quick, because the unprocessed fuel... It has to be kept at a temperature above Wait, you're not 35. Did I mention the other Wookiees? Oh no, while there was a breakout, Chewbacca helped Wookiees, Wookiees helped Chewbacca, and Han thought he would never see Chewbacca again. But of course he comes back. But we freed some Wookiees! <laughs> yeah, Chewbacca seemed to have a moment with one of the Wookiees. But anyway, like we said, they escaped. Tragically lost L3. So, as they're escaping, and they have to hurry, the guard wasted a lot of time, and the unprocessed fuel needs to be processed soon. Yes. Or it's going to explode. But they run into a little trouble. What type of trouble? 
they're stuck in that gravitational well. Mm, but before that... Well, they run into a space monster. They run into an imperial blockage. That too. Which starts... <laughs> they run into a lot of things, okay? <laughs> hey, usually things come in threes or sevens. So they run into three things. Luckily it's not seven or we would forget all of them. <laughs> Definitely. But first there's the imperial blockage who Han thought they're not going to worry about us. But they do. It's a rinky-dinky-dink ship. (laughs) But they decide, you know, to do it. Yep, so Han decides to do something risky and deviate from this basically safe passage. Yes. And when he does that, then they run into something else. A dying monster. Yes. And as they're trying to escape, they run into the maw. A gravity well. Which is a gravity well. And so Han... Being as brilliant as he is, has a plan. They're gonna use a little bit, just, just, just a little, just, just a wee, just wee, drop. wee, wee drop of the, it in the reactor of the, of the fuel, and he they put it in the Falcon's reactor. Luckily, it works. Yes, and they escape and they land on the planet and get the fuel processed. And he does the Kessler run in 12 parcels. I thought it was just less than 20. He says something about rounding down. Well, he says 12, and then Chewie corrects him. But he says that in Wookiee, so we don't know the actual time. That's so, true. So the story goes on. Yeah. So he and Lando have a heart-to-heart. Lando hates Han's guts because <laughs> he wrecked his ship. And he never wants to see him again. Yes. <laughs> we go on... And what happens after this? The fuel is being processed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then while it's being processed, there's oh. a minor issue. Yes. So it seems like the people from earlier. In Beast Nest. Seems we found them. I wonder how. Oh, did we forget to mention that Envious Nest put a tracker on. The Falcon. How silly of us. <laughs> Envious Nest has found them now. And Han does a wonderful bluff about how there's a bunch of fighters on the Falcon right as the Falcon's taking off. Which, <laughs> really? Really? Good job. <sighs> Shaking my head. Anyway. <laughs> um, instead of fighting, though, you know, the um, instead of fighting, Envy's Nest does something unexpected. They say, let's go have a drink. They unveil unveil themselves and say, go, let's have a drink. (laughs) But yes, they do talk and they reveal the truth of their origin. Yes. And what they're trying to do. They're not pirates. They're wanting to start a rebellion. Yes, because the different crime syndicates. The different syndicates, the five syndicates, the Crimson and the five syndicates. I think there's six. Have been causing unspeakable crimes. Working with the Empire. And so they've been wanting to start a rebellion. Mm-hmm. And so they need the fuel to start the rebellion. And they've been wanting to stop that and to be able to fight back. Exactly. So. And so they need their help. Yep, yep, yep. And but it's like, uh, no. Han's <laughs> like, but uh, we can. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. And so Bennett and Han talk it out. Bennett says, peace, I'm running away. And Han 
So, okay. Bye. Yeah, we're just going to try out this plan. Yep. And so next thing we know, Han, Chewie, and Kira are going back to Dryden's place. Yep. With the fuel. Um, and you know what? They get in. Everything seems to be going well. Until... Dryden is just so impressed by this stuff. Like, how did they do it? Well, it wasn't easy. Yes, yes, I just... I'm really impressed by how you made it look so, so real. real. <laughs> Wait, going back to that again, Amber? Dryden thinks the fuel's a fake. Yeah, it's almost like someone told him what that they're gonna like betray him. What? And who do we see walk in? But Beckett. Yes, who has betrayed Han and Kira. <sighs> Which will address the Kira situation in a second. But, Han, Han, Han. So we also find out that Envy's nest is being attacked. Yep. Where they are. And everything is just gone to shit. Yes. Or. So we think for about five minutes. <laughs> when it comes the truth when back around dre checks dryden. dryden has his people check and guess what there's no fuel yes there's no fuel within these nests <laughs> which is kind of weird and it turns out there was it a, was a trap. plot yep they ambushed him and they win yes they do uh-huh and so dryden comes to the conclusion if they don't have the fuel does that mean the real fuel's here? Yes. Which I have to say, I wonder if he had like a mini heart attack thinking, crap, I actually held this fuel in my hand. I'm glad I didn't shake it up or something. So Beckett is confused. But then he does a quick calculation. And turns it around again. Um, and so he shoots the guards and then he gets, he gets Chewbacca to take the fuel and they escape. Yes. You know, Hans had predicted, he, Han, Beckett said earlier in the movie, people are predictable. And Hans was like, yeah, we, we figured predicted. you betray us. Yeah. Which, good good part, good deal on his part. So, um, anyway, so Beckett escapes with the fuel. And Chewbacca. And so that leaves Dryden, Han, and Kira. Um, basically, there ends up being a battle. Between kind of Kira and Hans for a little bit. Yep, and it looks like the end has come for Han. But Kira surprises us all. Yes. And defeats Dryden. Dryden. So Han's like, okay, let's go. It's time to escape. Yeah, we can escape now. But Kira has something to do first. Yeah, she says, I can't. Yep. She... And so she stays behind. Han leaves. And what does she do? But she seems to have contacted somebody. Yes. She contacts Darth Maul. Maul. Which is very weird that they brought him back for this movie. Yes. Because this is supposed to be after he dies. Well, that's one of the interesting things is 
this movie comes after the animated series, and I mentioned this when we weren't filming or well, recording. Yeah. The animated series, for whatever reason, brought back. Yeah, Darth I just Maul. don't understand. Like they could have. Well, still, they could have ignored that, and they could have literally did anyone yeah. else. Like they could have did Darth Vader for duck sakes. Yeah. Well, Vader's a little preoccupied. Or Ventress. Yeah. That would have made more sense. Because we see Ventress in the Clone War movie. Yeah, that's so, true. It would have made more sense for Ventress, not this character that we're never going to see again. Well, Darth Maul does play a big part in the animated series. And so that's why I think oh, they so decided to... Include him? Include him in this movie. Yeah. But basically, Darth Maul and Kira are going to be working together from now on. Just... To kind of have him having a side gig. I guess. During the OG time period. Gotcha. It's very sad, though, to see Kira self-sabotage herself. Yes. She could have gotten away, and she didn't. Yeah, I'm so mad at her. Yeah, I just, I wonder why they did that. I mean, I think they just wanted to convey the sense of, like, trap. That she felt like she, there's she doesn't know any other life but that. That's fair. But still, and I also I think part of her felt like, he like would have came after her. Well, she also felt too deep in to get out. Yeah, in a lot of ways, because every time she was like, "I've done so much," you wouldn't understand if like, you knew. I'm you already wouldn't. in this lifestyle. I cannot get out of this lifestyle. Yeah. So I guess she figured, you know what? Might as well do what I can to help myself. Yeah. Why not get to the top? Yeah. Which I can understand. So it's kind of sad we, we won't see Kira again. Yeah. Unless they make more movies. But if I could just pause right here and just say I love the actress. Emilia Clark, I think. Absolutely love her. She's a doll. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, so I don't love her from Game of Thrones. I love her for... Me Before You, and Last Christmas, which I highly recommend in both movies. Mm -hmm. It really, including this one, I feel like it shows her range. So. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, of course, Game of Thrones, which I haven't watched. But I'm just, I'm conflicted by her, her choices. Yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. But it's, I think it's like that sometimes. I think that's like when people who are in human trafficking or in prostitution if they come out of it and they go back in yeah. and become pimps and mistresses themselves. I think it's like that. And they continue the cycle of abuse instead of just breaking free from it. Yeah. So it's very just... sad. It, but this decision makes her not my favorite. I will say this. The women of the Star Wars franchise seem so far to all be badasses. Yes. Even like the, even Ventress. She seems pretty badass. Ventress is pretty cool. Yes. Um, I have not seen one woman not that badass, if that makes sense, main character-wise. Yes. So, um, anyway, we go back to Wookiee and Beckett. And on <laughs> what? I said Wookiee. Chewbacca. Look, the delirium already set from the moment we create this podcast. <laughs> Many months ago. It's been downhill from there. <laughs> um, anyway, we see Han and Beckett kind of have this moment. Yeah. 
and it looked like Beckett was gonna do what he does until Hans pulls a quick one and shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very interesting. I was not expecting that at all, you know. Typically, Beckett would have shot at him first and then Hans defending himself, but Hans went for the offense real quick. I think Kira's betrayal. Well, he had, well, she had, he hasn't, she hasn't betrayed him yet. But she kind of has. Her deciding to stay. I got you. She, he saw that as a, he knew she wasn't coming and. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I could see that. So. We lose Beckett. Which mm-hmm. is the end of that crew. I don't know what their crew name was, but we, that's the end of Val, Beckett, and Rio. Yeah, they all. Yep. So die. we go a little later. Um, a little later after that, Han and Chewie meet up with Envy's Nest, and they're like, "Hey, come join the rebellion." And Han's like, "Hey, no." <laughs> <laughs> and Envy Nest is like, "Hey." Here you go. Here's this one refined piece. Yeah. Bye. And I think Han knows exactly what he wants to do with that. You know? He does. What is he going to do with that? He's going to go get that Millennium Falcon. Except this time, when he catches up to Lando, he knows it's something strange in his sleeve. Yeah. What's that? A cheat card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he uh, decides to bet Lando again. And this time he's going to bet the redefined fuel because he says it's worth at least 10000 right? Yeah. So they play for a bit. And, and eventually they get to the final hand and where Lando realizes something's missing. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, but he he's like, hey, he goes for it because what can he do? He can't be like, hey, I'm missing my card. Yeah, and he's already <laughs> called it before he realizes that he's missing it. Yeah, very true. So they go and play, and he thinks, you know what? I probably am probably still going to win, except Han Han is not going to let that happen. He lets Lando know, I got your card. And I won. It's funny that Han rolls up his sleeves in this part. Mm-hmm. I guess to show that he's not cheating. Yep. And what do we see at the final end before the credits? We see Han flying away in with his Ch- new Millennial Falcon with Chewbacca. And they so. heard about a very big job. A very big job over in Tatooine. 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 Um, and that's where they had it. So um, as we end this, I just want to say this this is my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, like we talked about a little bit before. I feel like, I don't know if I did this off the record or on the record, but I feel like the the regular Star Wars movies are very episode Action heavy. Yes, they are action heavy. But I think because of all the action, it just makes it very episode-like mm-hmm. to me. Like, Han Solo felt like a movie. Like, I would go to the theaters and see. Yeah. It felt like the ones I've seen in theaters. You know, I'm a Marvel girl. Like, not to say that you can't be Marvel and Star Wars. 
but just... I mean, I am happily existing in my <laughs> existence of both, so... Yeah. I'm just saying, because I know right now those are two big franchises, I'm a Marvel person, and not a Star Wars person, it seems. <laughs> You're enjoying the movies, at least it seems. I'm enjoying the plot line. That's what I'm enjoying. That does not look like the same man. <laughs> Sorry, I saw a brief viewing of uh, the first original movie. Um, well, it is a different actor. Yeah, I know. I guess he's supposed to play younger, but still. Anyway, I am not... I need to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp 2. I am not a Star Wars person. I'm a, I, can, I can see why a lot of people like the movies. Oh, I should have kicked Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. But it's, I just don't think I will be that person. You know, I'm going to watch them if they come out, of course. Because yeah. now I can bond with my sister and mother. But And we can talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> but um, I'm just not someone who likes Star Wars. It is what it is. Oh, man, I love Captain Marvel. And if I get hate for that, kill me. Not kill me. Sue me. I meant sue me. <laughs> Don't sue her either. Yeah, I'm broke. You're going to get, I have like $16,000 in debt, which isn't the worst it could be. But so. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Sorry for blathering on so much. <laughs> it's okay. We're making our like record count. This is the shortest one so far. Hey, look at that. We're under an hour. Really? Yeah. Should we just talk BS for a little bit more? <laughs> I mean... No, I don't have anything we're talking about. You guys, it is 335. <laughs> we really, I really we would try to finish um we would at least try to get to episode four. No, we, we wouldn't. No, because <laughs> here's the thing, you guys. We were gonna watch Rogue One at least, and because we've done what, two so far? Or three? We've done four. No, I mean tonight. Oh, two. So, two. I told her a minimum of four, four. movies. I don't think I can make it through. <laughs> um, hey, Beauty and the Beast. We can re-report that soon. I told her, I don't think I can make it through um, Rogue One. No, we've made it through three. So we did Clone Wars. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith and Mr. Solo. Oh, so three tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. So, here's the thing. Amber really wants to watch Rogue One and then watch for um, the fourth New one immediately Hope. after New Hope. And I don't think I can make it through Rogue One and then immediately watch the fourth. And I think this is pretty important to Amber. And I think so. I think we're just gonna we're just gonna push off tomorrow. So um, I'm just talking crap now. And you guys, please keep listening. We're almost at a hundred. And do you know what happens at a hundred? We're gonna watch Frozen. I'm sitting here through this weekend watching all of these with you. We're gonna watch Frozen. <laughs> Honestly, I should say we were to watch Frozen no matter what. But I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice. <laughs> we're it's gonna not watch- my fault. I'm better at making deals. <sighs> but we'll talk to y'all guys later. Yes. Um. Goodbye. Bye. Be good. Wash your hands. Don't get sick. Wear your mask. Yeah. So take care of each other. Bye. Bye.